This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. Got Eric with me this morning. Hey, Eric, how you doing? What's going on, Todd? Excited for this uh, throwback look into the past, maybe the future, maybe the now. <laughs> yes, come time traveling with the Toddcast. Once again, we've we've collected some of the B-roll and leftovers from the cutting room floor from the previous year or so of Toddcasts, putting together into a little collected episode, which strangely enough is today's episode is centered around collections. Eric, you and I both often like to collect things of, of various sorts. Sure. Turns out I've been collecting in... a lot of weight, excess weight. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I like to collect. That's, that, that's fair. So some collect, not all collections are healthy, you know, no. that's, that's, that's fair. As it turns um, out, most aren't for us. Really. Yeah. Well, yeah. And some of these, these clips might, uh, might illustrate that a little bit. So apparently in, in a lot of the pre-recording and post-recording conversations, because we are collectors, we, we like to talk about those things and swap tips and tricks. So let's kick this off with a file that has been digitally hoarded under the file name stickers.mp3. Laney took a lot of my stickers. You know, you sent me a bunch of stickers. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. I've yet to buy, so I need to buy a case for my laptop. I'm not putting the stickers directly on my laptop, right? But right, I have right. a bucket full of stickers, and she found a bunch of them <laughs> yesterday. So she directly, she bartered with me. I can't remember what, but she bartered with me, and I gave her a handful of the Disney stickers that she then put on her laptop. Nice. But she does not have a case because it's like a, it's just a Chromebook or whatever. So it's you know yeah. it's not they don't make a ton of you know accessories for it. Yeah. So yeah, she they're just directly on. So I have the nice Hersey sticker in Disney font that I've been uh, that I actually just had pinned. Well, I had it like set in the corner of a pin board that nice. reminded me nice. every day that my last name was Hersey. But what, I, I moved that to a semi junk drawer <laughs> with business cards and so forth, and uh, we'll utilize that whenever I decide to order a gear Apple whatever case. Yeah. So, well, it's funny because there was one point when Lily bought got on Amazon and got one of those, you know, massive sticker assortments. There was just all sorts yeah. of random everything. And when they came in, she gave me like a handful of like Star Wars one. And they're downstairs in the drawer. Cause like I'm just not the I'm gonna put stickers all directly on my laptop either. And unlike with the Apple thing, my rando Dell doesn't have a case. Doesn't need a case. Like I've got all yeah. kinds of stickers in a drawer downstairs, but like I like the idea of stickers. But there's just something about me putting a sticker on a thing is very permanent. And it's like almost like the face, like I've got all kinds of stickers that I'm like, what the heck am I going to do with this? I don't know. I guess nothing like, <laughs> gotta, you, you know, you just got to find that right place, that right, that right thing for a sticker. We well, get, well, that's, you the, know. that's the thing. I think it's the, the, the paralysis of, well, if I put it on here, I can't put it anywhere else. Is this the right spot? And because I've just been oh, waiting geez. for the right spot, none of them get used. And it's, it's this stupidest thing because they're just fucking stickers and any given surface that i put them on you know because let's be well, honest not for 90 percent of the things that you encounter on a day-to-day -day basis the shelf life for that particular item is like what five years 
and you're going to get a new one of whatever that might be. Like, I might be precious about the laptop, but really, is my laptop going to have, you know, is it holding its resale value? Hell no. There's no reason for me to not just placard the fuck out of my laptop with a bunch of cool stickers. But I just can't bring myself to do it for whatever stupid reason. Like, it's just dumb. Mm. Yeah, you need a place. We, we put stickers on Lainey's door, if you don't recall. She had a crap yeah. ton of stickers. Now, that was a pain in the ass to get off. So if we ever did that again, <laughs> you know, we would put poster board up, put the stickers on the poster right. board. Right. But right. I, I, I feel we, you know, for stickers for us, it's more of like an art that yeah. if you had. So we have a sticker book for Disney in which you kind of collect different characters. So and by a sticker book, we it's just an art book that we just decided, all right, this is going to be where we put our stickers because at Disney, it's every right. three seconds. Here's a sticker. Here's a sticker. It just stickers everywhere. Oh, really? They so, pass out stickers pretty heavy at the oh old Magic goodness. Kingdom? You I was not aware the, of this. If you find the right person, you find the right person, you might get 20 Mickey Mouse stickers in in, in one sitting. Like, they'll oh, just gee. give you – they have them on a, a roll, and they'll just, just roll it out, and here you go. And it's pretty brilliant because it does keep <laughs> the kids' attention while the parents are doing the check-in and this and that. So it's yeah. not, not a bad thing at all. But you'll <laughs> go and just randomly cast members will give you stickers, and of course – there's stickers of all types of different characters, and some of them are very, you know, all the Mickeys are pretty prominent. You can get Mickeys of anything. But let's say, oh, for instance, yeah. you got a Peter Pan, or, you know, you, you get Cinderella or whatever. Those are ones you don't typically get. So Lainey's more of the collector. She she gets a little right. bit from me. We collect things. <laughs> right. so we're like, oh, that's one we've never had before. You know, oh, yeah. so we put it, put it away, and then when we get back to the, you know, get back home, she pulls out all the stickers that she got, and then we go through, and we kind of have these themed books. Like, all right, these are all Mickey Mouse stickers, and they go up here, and then Moana stickers go here, and Zootopia stickers go here, and whatever. So, right. yeah, we um, we have a sticker book. I would say for you, if you have all these cool stickers, you just need to pick, like, some type of object and make it more of a, um art piece. You know, well, like that's you what... find a box or a, well, a wall or, you know, vinyl – or not a vinyl, well, but a uh, canvas. Well, that's, that's what just occurred to me is that down in – the secret lab i've got these shelves that i built that are just like two before's and whatever and there's no reason for me to not just start plastering the hell out of these stickers on those that are around my work area so i can see and enjoy them and it's not hurting anything like maybe that's what i'll do well uh, then you have to well all right here's here's the problem that you're going to have because we know we just talked about the sticker book the sticker book bothers me because we didn't allocate enough pages for <laughs> so it gets all out of order and then you're screwed you really don't have a choice it is a sticker here's, so we we didn't leave four or five pages of mickey so now mickey has a new section at the end and it is a mess mess so, so here's the question uh, actually here's the qu the question in the commentary and, and frankly a little bit of a trip down memory lane for for old todd so the question is when they give you these stickers do, do they like take them off of the backing and hand you a sticker that then needs to be stuck on something or do they no. hand it to you with the backing so that you can safely transport it? You get the backing. It? Okay. So now we'll, we'll shift gear slightly into the nostalgia piece. Something I hadn't thought about until just now for like forever. Like in the eighties, there was a, there was something of a sticker craze going through Pleasant Grove at a minimum. I don't know if it was all over the world uh, or not, but there was a sticker thing going on. And I remember Dawn and I having sticker albums to collect stickers. Oh, in. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. the nifty thing about them was is they, they, you know, they said stickers, but the pages on the inside were really like photo albums. Remember photo albums that had like the 
the clear plastic yeah, you peel back mm-hmm. and it was a little sticky and that's so you, you didn't have to like take you didn't actually put the stickers you didn't affix the stickers to a thing but yet they were in there sort of a deal sure see if you can't find some photo albums and then you can the stuff that you've already you stuck stick, well well yeah, the stuff you've already stuck you can take those pages and cut them out and it doesn't matter that they're not sticky because the photo album will accommodate that and then you can move them around and reorganize them and do whatever. And if you're lucky and you get one of the photo albums where you can actually rearrange the actual pages, oh, we, we ran out of Mickey room. You grab a page from the back and shuffle it up to the front. Like you can, you can work that system. That's your, yeah, that's, pro, that's, um, your, that pretty, that's your pro sticker trip from Todd. You're right. You're right. And I do remember somewhat of your sticker books. And I remember there were some yeah. scratch and sniffs that we've scratched the crap <laughs> out of and they probably oh, don't yeah. sniff anymore. No. But yeah, that no. is a very weird trip down memory lane because i do vaguely remember what you're talking about and or like why they even existed but you're you're right i think uh that is definitely a possibility and over the last couple years we've gone so much that like i don't have time to kind of organize everything that we the free tchotchkes we get right because (laughs) so i have two bins just full of stuff so Oh yeah. I have grand I have grand schemes of almost as if I'm like archiving stuff. I grab programs every single time we go, you know, the brochures right. or whatever. Right. And I have it right. for each trip and then I have kind of our trip kind of documented with all these things that we got. You know, the letters oh, yeah. from the the hotels and stuff, the welcome and stuff, you know. So it's almost like if I was scrapbooking, but I don't, you know, I so I just kind of put it all in one place and say, "Yeah, I'll go back and do this sooner or later, sooner or later." And then like it oh, yeah. just doesn't happen. Cuz oh, I do have I a can... kind of a brilliant idea that i could make money off of because i think oh. it would be easy to mass produce or or it'd be valuable to disney travelers but i just don't have the time to ever put into it um so i want to make like a demo or not a demo but a yeah a demo would be fine we'll use that term uh of the product and then be like hey what do you think and then kind of mastermind it from there here's an idea mm-hmm. prototype how's that for a word uh, no, the prototype is the actual word that we want. Um, I was thinking in music terms of demo, uh, so it's all fine. It is all fine and good. Uh, yeah, but you need to do something with your stickers because what's the purpose of them? You know, right? Well, that's the kind of hanging out. Do you well, have pins? Do and you I've ever, got some do you cool get pins or anything. Oh, that's here's here in the same drawer downstairs. There are all of the stickers. There are also when you're talking pins, you're talking like the things you like would stick to your lapel or your jacket or those kind of pins, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've got a bunch of pins and I also have a bunch of patches like you put on like a jacket or whatever. I don't know. Have you seen the have you seen my black jacket? That is my privateer press jacket. I got it from nice, but I peeled that stuff off and I have a privateer press logo. Sure. That I put over it. And you I know, got Todd, a bunch you described it so well that I do feel I've seen it in my mind. So you're good. I am just inherently anti running around town in company logo. Sure. Like a, I'm not your billboard B this circumstance has never come up, but I'm a guy who likes to plan for contingencies. And if I'm ever out and about and somebody's giving me a ration and I feel the need to deck somebody I'm going to be in enough trouble for assaulting somebody. I don't also need to lose my job because somebody caught out on camera and now I'm bad PR. So I just don't wear company stuff out. And I saw, you know, back when I was heavy into war machine, you know, they, they sell these patches. I'm like, I'm going to get me some patches and the, the, the privateer press logo, it's black and white, just like the jacket. It fits over that area just perfectly. So I sewed that bad boy on there. 
I'm like, awesome. I now have a privateer press jacket. Well, and I also got That's... ones because they make they make patches for all of the different uh, factions. So I've got one for mercenaries. I've got one for Circle Orboros, which is who I play, you know, in hordes. I've got one for Signal. Like I've got all these patches, and the plan was to you know put them to sleeves, like just cover the jacket in patches, and it's going to be my you know war machine jacket. Never got around to it. They're all sitting down in this drawer. You know, well, that someday maybe I'll do something with them. Like yeah, something should happen with them. You're right. <laughs> like they're just yeah. No, I, I think the drawer. if you have any wall space, number one thing, pin a pin board. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like a cork board is perfect for your pins that have like the little. Uh, yeah. You can really yeah. make cool designs like that, and you're just kind of making collage art, you know. And yeah. and for stickers, you determine how you want to do it. Now, if you want to keep them pristine and stuff, but for me, I'd just make like a start in the center and work my way out and make this cool looking, you know, type collage with the stickers. And those are, you know, a nice piece of art. And if you did it on like a canvas or whatever, you can go all the way around it to the point where, you know, everything is covered and there's not a single piece of white. And then now you have all your stickers at a place you can look at it and and it, and it's decorative art. I think you're, you're missing out by not having some quality sticker action. And truth be told, that's, that's I think I might actually, I might do that same thing because when we're talking about Disney, there's a ton of stickers. We get we get repeats. So for the book, you only need the one. So right. we actually completely covered the cover of the, you know, the outer rim of the book right. in the inside cover is just all plastered with it. So um, yeah. I think I have myself some projects to do for this next trip. Todd, you got to hear about all the, the stickers and all the fun collecting over the years, and we still have worries and wonders if, if those stickers were actually placed as something so permanent. I can give you an update, and in that episode, I was talking about you know sticking them Please all do. around the shelves, <laughs> the shelves in the secret layer, and I went ahead and did exactly that, and I've got all my all my stickers now on proud display. So when I'm down here, painting minis are in Toddcast. I can see all the cool Star Wars stickers all over the place. And I did take my pin collection, and I've got a cork board over by my normal work area, and I've got them all tacked up there. So thank you for the advice. It worked out really well. Oh, good, good, good. I've actually, since that time, I got two new stickers from a wrestling event that I looked at the other day, and I said, what am I supposed to do with these? Um, so I'm <laughs> now having the same, because I have the same predicament, because these stickers are not easily accessible. Like, I can't get just get them again, because it was like right. at a wrestling event that comes around maybe once a year. Uh, so I'm in the same problems now, so I have to go back and give myself advice what to do. So we'll, we will there see. It's not, and it doesn't necessarily apply in a Disney book, so... That yeah, is yeah, that is fair. stickers.mp3. Thank you for hoarding that clip. No, no problem. So then you mentioned at the top of the show that, you know, sometimes what we're collecting is not necessarily for the best. And I think that's it's a fair intro to this next piece, the file that I named hazards of collecting.mp3. So let's give that one a listen. Put your hard hats on. <laughs> I yeah, get, like I said, yeah. I get where you're coming from on the collector bit. Like, God knows there I've probably got a whole box, a long box full of comics downstairs that I got because, oh, man, I want to get every whatever, whatever comic from back in the day. I haven't read those things. I have no idea when I'm going to read those things. Like I would say easily I have right now probably between two and three dozen comic books that I that I'm like subscribed to that are sitting in a pile of red just because I haven't gotten them gotten around to it yet but yet you know they show up every month <laughs> but i'm not going to stop my subscription because then i won't have them 
You know what I mean? I know. It's, like, it's, a, it's, that's, there's a bit of a curse to it, you know, like yeah. that's, that's kind of the, um, I've found myself trying, like, there's certain items that I'm like, yeah, Eric, you can't get into this because it'll drive you nuts. Oh. Um, and, and I found myself not becoming like staying away from stuff because I'm such a completist. Like for instance, the one reason I can continuously like the new wrestling organization is because they have one show. I only have to watch two hours a week <laughs> where right. like, I feel like I don't miss anything. Right. right. The moment right. WWE on the other hand started putting out 12 shows a week and I'm just like, I can't, I'm going to miss something no matter what. So I almost was like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. You know, right. hence why I'm not trying to buy a single Kenner Star Wars toy because that will then like break me. That is a, because I'm like that I is, would want them all. That is exactly the example I was going to use because I would love that. You can't that would do be it. Awesome yeah, to have us no, to exactly. have you know a little little place and get them all. But I I, I don't have that kind of time and money to be spending on that because so because it would start with it. it would start with okay I'm gonna you know. When they stopped I that cheap, line, there were, cheapy, yeah. there, were and, there were 120 figures. I'm going to get all of those. That would mm-hmm. require more time and money than I would want to spend in the first place. But I know myself. Mm-hmm. Once I got there, I'd be like, well, there's the you know the blue Snaggletooth variant I don't have. I have the regular Snaggletooth, but I don't have the new. Like, It just opens yeah. a, a, a box of a can of worms that does not need to be. Yeah, know, I've done the same for whatever. wrestling figures because, you know, like there is a – a yeah. finite um, there i mean they're like there's a number you know there's 100 yeah. wrestling figures that i had in my past and i could easily go out there and be like all right i can get these but there are these um and i mean i think i could be okay with just getting the guys and be like all right i don't need the variants or i don't need the unreleased you know rhythm and blues greg valentine which is like impossible <laughs> to get you know like I, I don't need that but right who who's to say and, and you know well, so collection well, collecting is yeah yeah, well, I just keep and myself like, away from it. Yeah, well, in in like um, like literally last week, I I won some trivia contest at work, and got like bait. It's a whole thing. I'm not going to bore you with the whole thing, but at okay. The, at the end of the day, I got these points in this system, which you can then convert into Amazon dollars. Which it, sure, it, basically, I won this trivia contest and had two hundred free dollars on Amazon. Oh, man, cut it to say that. Sure. And so, you know, what do I do with that? Oh, well, there's, you know, because I've got every first edition D&D hardback manual that there is mm-hmm. I just, at half price books and like didn't didn't really put a lot of effort into it. Just like as a half price books and there was one there I didn't have. I'd pick it up and they generally speaking weren't that super expensive and that's fine. You know, I've got, you know. For every edition of D&D, I've got the Player's Handbook, the DM Dungeon Master's Guide, and the Monster Manual. Like, those are the three books, no matter which edition you're talking about, that have existed. Yeah. So I've got the first, I had the first edition, and because first edition only had so many books to begin with, I, like, completed that collection. Ding! Achievement unlocked. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Fifth edition is the current edition, and I need those books to play, so I have those. Right? I'm like, well... I'll go on eBay or Amazon and get the second edition. Did that a while ago. The 3.5 edition I got, you know, there are these obscure books from, uh, let's see, it would have been like 95 or so because I was in the Navy when they released. That is like this version two and a half Mm -hmm. 
I went, uh, you know, I got this free money and I went on, went on Amazon and got them and they showed up yesterday and they showed up and I'm like, awesome. I now have these and I flipped through them. And when I mean flip through them, I mean, literally like held them in one hand and like fanned the pages and glanced through them. And yeah. I went on my shelf and that is where they will sit. And I'm never going to play this edition. I know. Ever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, but I now have them and they're on my shelf and they look pretty. Uh, <laughs> That's um well that's one reason you know I've I've thought so I have a bunch of Disney books and there's very similar in many aspects that I bought there's a um what is it a travel a, a line of travel books that they would put out one a year I think it's Burbaum or something like that and I okay. have like nine I have like 1991 92 93 I just bought from like thriftbooks.com I was now granted right. I was working on a project and I wanted to have them but like mm-hmm. These, these are, these are, you know, just items that are just for display. Uh, you know, luckily right. for me, it's not like I can have every, I mean, I guess I could have every Disney book, but for the most part, like you just buy them as you go and it's, you don't have to worry about collecting them all, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I have, yeah. like you would say, I have a collection of Disney books. I wouldn't necessarily right. think of it even as that. I'm just like, nah, they're just, you know, um, they're just yeah. books that are on my shelf, but some, yeah, uh, some collections are so vast, you can't possibly get them all. And therefore it's safe to collect them because you don't have that. That's pressure. it. That, like, and maybe like, that's where we're at with the Kenner is that it's not. So we can't right. because that right. is dangerous. Well, like star Wars comics. Like I, I had a bunch in back in the day and lost them. And that mm-hmm. makes me sad. And then, you know, there are new series, which I'm subscribed to. And then I found out that, you know, I don't necessarily have to get all of the old ones as individual issues. They do the whole, here's a trade paperback. It's got, you know, issues one through six for 20 bucks. Here's issues seven through 12 for another 20 bucks, as opposed to spending, you know, 10 bucks per individual issue sort of thing. So I went that route. I have a spreadsheet in Google Sheets where I like scoured the internet to find what are all of the possible available Star Wars comics <laughs> and then cross-reference that with which of these are available as trade paperbacks so I can sort of shortcut to get, you know, because I'm not concerned with them with, oh, this this issue seven alternate cover is worth, but like I'm not in it for the money. I want to collect all these stories. You know what I mean? And I've yeah, got a crap done. This... And again, I've got a giant pile of them that I've not read. I mean, I will eventually, but God knows when that's going to happen. And there's still a giant chunk in this spreadsheet of ones that, like, at some point I may get, like, it's going to be an opportune, like, oh, I happen to be at a place, and they have it, and I'll pick it up. But, like, if I actually went to the length of, oh, let me scour the internet to find these, like, there's some Boba Fett comic book that's, like, $150, because it's, you know, obviously out of print. And Boba Fett's a popular character. I'm like, I can't justify that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've got I every agree. I mean, 2099 comic. Because there were a whole bunch of different lines for those. But, like, the Spider-Man 2099, the original run of that was, like, the first one they started with. And it ran the longest. And, like, I'm up to, I don't know, I want to say in the 40s of it like issue 40 something and it goes up to, I want to say 60 all the more recent ones. They're like 25 bucks a pop. And I'm like, I cannot justify that shit. Like, no, like this is, and it bothers me <laughs> like, like the Imperial assault stuff. Like I've got everything they've put out for Imperial assault with the exception of three miniatures. And I have eBay alerts set up every morning. I wake up to 
oh, do they have this in like the Ahsoka miniature? I uh-huh. saw one. I saw one recently that sold for like 120 some dollars, and I'm like, there is, I, I it, it's killing me that this collection is incomplete. But I'll be damned if I'm spending 120 dollars on a little chunk of plastic. Fuck that. Like that's well, if I hit not, the lottery, maybe. But as a as a normal human, that shit cannot happen. <laughs> yeah. That. Well, that that I mean that gives you goals to either hit the lottery or get, you know, get to a a a, a place in your life where you can just throw money away at that stuff. All right, good stuff. Yeah, I don't really know how to top that off or add anything to that. It's been sitting in the on the hard drive for a while, and it feels good to finally get that out in the open, Eric. Yeah, <laughs> sure. It was really weighing on me. I said that that conversation <laughs> we had. One morning on a Toddcast that I didn't even think that, you know, meant anything. Now we have it back and now it's in the internet forever. So it lives on. Um, And if you're into collecting, collect these clips and you'll start that wonderful collection. Well, that's that's the thing. These clips have been collected for for far too long. It's time to time to move on and let them free out into the universe. I guess. Put them on eBay, Craigslist. Now somebody (laughs) else can finish their collection. Darn it, I should have turned these all into NFTs. I'd be a millionaire. Uh, Darn it. Dang it, yes. Why didn't I think of that? Oh, well. Uh, wasn't invented well, yet. too late now. They're out in the universe. Well, thanks, Eric, for reliving those with me. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed those. And uh, until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the podcast.